Welcome to the Friendship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Binnick, and today we're going to be talking about all things fitness, wellness, and mindset so that you can be the best version of yourself for everybody and your family and life that loves you and needs you. All right, guys, what is going on? Today, we're going to be here and talking about seasonality and how we can build out a framework for ourselves to think about uh, health and fitness really for, you know, the rest of our lives. And, and I'm hoping that this can catch some of you guys at, you know, a good time. The, the big goal of this podcast, more than anything, guys, is to build a mental framework that is... I guess just superior to what is sort of our default, right? Um, we're all, we all sort of go through life and the way that we talk, the way that we build our language, the way that we build our mindset and the framework around that is so impacted by environment that a lot of times it's hard for us to actually like take a step back and think about like, actually, this is just a skill. This is something that we can train just like anything else. And learning about something and, and building better knowledge or building a better framework for decision-making and thinking generally is sort of at the, the front of any goal, right? You cannot achieve anything great until you have the right mindset towards it. And one of the biggest things that I see people fail at is they try to start taking the steps they try to start, you know, doing the thing before they've even consulted or found out what the appropriate mindset to have towards the thing is. And then they inevitably fail, right? Because if you go into it with the wrong mindset, you will fail, period, no matter what. So the best example of this, the prime example of this is people who join a gym to lose weight. And they come in with the mindset that I'm going to come in to lose 20 pounds. And immediately, if that is like your mindset, if that's what you're building around, if that's kind of how you're thinking, that's why you joined the gym, you have already failed. And people just like, don't even know it, right? They think that's like just a normal thing. Why? Because well, society and our community tells us that we join gyms to lose weight. That's what's being told to us all the time. And it's wrong. And that's why a ton of people in this country, the vast majority, well over 50% of our country is now obese. You know, and the other probably you know 20% of people that aren't obese, a big chunk of them are on their way to being obese. And this trend is getting worse, I believe, because the mindset that we all have is flawed from the beginning. And the like tropes or just the, the regular conversation in and around health and fitness, in and around exercise is patently wrong at every single step. And so people are just guaranteed to fail because they have the wrong mindset. And one of the first things that I think is wrong is that people think that they have to enjoy it. People think that they have to like whatever they're going to be doing at the gym every day. And I think that that's something that's just so wrong. Now, obviously, like we should in some capacity have some degree of enjoyment towards it. Uh, but, you know, there's all sorts of things that we all do every single day that is sort of a means to an end. 
that is a product of that we have to do it because we know it's what's good for us, right? The simple ones are like flossing and brushing your teeth. For some people, it's like showering and washing your hair. For some people, it's sitting in traffic because they have to go to a commute to go to work. Some people, it's, you know, stuff with kids and, you know, they're, they're having to do dishes over and over and over again and make your kids meals over and over and over again. You might not enjoy that, but you do it because that's the process that you have to have to have a healthy kid or to have decent teeth or to not smell like crap and look disheveled all the time or to get to work every day so you don't get fired so that you can pay your bills, etc. There's all sorts of things that we go through our life and we do because it's the right thing to do. It's what we need to do. It's, it's sort of a, a base level requirement for us to be just generally successful, like achieving things that we need to. And when we start to think about how we build our framework at Friendship, right? A lot of people who are going to be listening to this podcast have, have found something, uh, you know, with us. Or if you guys came to the gym previously, you still listen to the podcast, you know, hopefully you guys found a passion, you built something around that. And you've, whether it was, you know, weightlifting specifically, whether it was more CrossFit style, cardiovascular training, pushing yourself, doing functional fitness, all that kind of stuff, whatever it was for you. Or honestly, for a lot of people, it may be just be just that they became more resilient in their mindset generally through listening to this podcast or through training or through, you know, all of the things that we kind of adopt in our facility. But what I want to talk about today is uh, building our framework around the sort of long term uh, trajectory. We've had a lot of awesome successes lately. Um, and, you know, I've, I've personally had some some good successes inside of health and fitness. And I want to kind of talk about that and how I've sort of um, not changed my mindset, but just how I've been thinking about things that has really helped me. Um, but also other people in the facility and some things that are, are always really fun, I think, to highlight. I love highlighting people who are, you know, you know, really dialed in at specific times and kind of highlighting what they specifically are doing. Because I think when you see people to the left and right of you, absolutely crushing it. I mean, I'm, I've got some inboxes right now with in body scans of people who have lost 35 or 40 pounds, 15% body fat. They're getting down into the teens or the, even the low teens. Um, and they're doing that following the exact same program that every single one of the people who are signed up a friendship uh, can follow. And so it's just an opportunity game. What are they doing that maybe you're not, right? And, and how can we refocus on those things? So first, let's kind of uh, focus, just uh, take a step back and you know focus on kind of where we're at in our year. First, from a nerding out on you guys standpoint, um, you know, we've we've switched the build cycle into this uh, more hypertrophy or volume based cycle. So it's the Polykin 61225. And this cycle is very unique. It's very unique feeling. Right. Um, for a lot of people, it's very uncomfortable. Right. Very different. It is basically, in my opinion, it is sort of the polar opposite of 531. Tribe through one is a, you know, a linear progression strength program. And so you get a lot of low reps, you get a lot of heavy and high weights. And, you know, you go through this progression, you deload and you kind of do it again. And this is very, very different than that. But this is how you build seasonality around programming generally is we want to constantly be in this position of 
building muscle, right? So hypertrophy. So doing things that are higher rep, right? And also kind of give you that feeling. If you guys have done the 6 12, 25, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That sort of like pump feeling, right? Where like you have no idea why you like physically can't push an empty bar <laughs> over your head or do a simple body weight cyclist squat. But the the apps, the blood flow that is forced to come to your muscles, basically like we can't keep up, right? Our, our body sort of goes into this weird shock. And that in and of itself is kind of the feeling that we're going for. That is, that is the cause of hypertrophy. That's going to help cause your muscles to grow uh, better than low rep, high weight strength training. So if we're in an annual process, right, we should go through different phases. We should have a phase where we focus on hypertrophy. So think about it as we're growing muscle and then a phase where we go through strength. So think about it as we're using that new muscle that we just built. And we should go back and forth. The stimulus on the body, the change of pace is really good for us, right? We can change the movements even and de-stress or re-stress different parts that we maybe haven't been hitting as much. And so we're kind of taking some stress down, right? The 531 can be very stressful on the joints and not as stressful on the muscles. The hypertrophy can be very stressful on the muscles and not as stressful on the joints because we're not getting that really big, heavy weight. And that's the stuff that can kind of grind joints down if we do it too much. So we build seasonality in, and that's one of the best parts about coming to you know a gym where a coach is programming for you is all you really have to do is jump on board when we change cycles. If you have a specific goal that kind of falls in line with that, or you can just follow the seasonality and come to build and be training specifically for you know two or three large training blocks, and this kind of comes into where. I was at and where I have been at with, uh, with my training is, you know, when I'm at my best, what I've found is that I do a lot more builds than thrives. Um, you know, for me specifically, my body responds really, really well to weightlifting um, and then just touching on intensity one or two days a week. Um, I can tap into a very, you know, I've been training now for almost 20 years and I can tap into a very high intensity, very easily, very quickly for me. And so, uh, that for me, once you can kind of achieve that, it's just kind of something you need to touch on every now and again. It's not something that you need to, you know, go ham on and go super hard every day. Cause usually the more that you can tap into your intensity, uh, at like a higher and higher percentage of your true capability, the less that you need to do that day in and day out. And probably in reality, if you do do it too much at that really high intensity, you're going to break yourself down. You're going to break your body down. You won't be able to recover in between sessions. So, you know, build for me is foundational. And this is how I talk with a lot of new clients. But for those of you guys who have been with us for a while, you know, a lot of people joined uh, years ago when we were kind of a one class model and it was much more intensity every day. Um, you know, our most successful clients, now we've been doing this for like, you know, four years where we have this two class model. And what I can tell you definitively is a lot of the clients who make the best progress and do the best, they will do predominantly build for extended periods of time or entire cycles uh, consistently, 
right? So it, it's something where, you know, they'll do three to four builds a week and they'll do that for months or for an entire, entire cycle. And so as I was watching a lot of, you know, the, the regularities, I'm trying to always track where our clients are getting the most success from or our most successful clients. When we sit down and we look at, you know, in body scans, we look at PR numbers, we look at people who are constantly developing and progressing. A lot of them were coming either from that 6.30 a.m. or that 6.45 p.m. class where you get sort of a mandated three days a week of build and two days a week of thrive just because that's sort of the only scheduling offerings that we have there. And a lot of really great progress was coming out of that where they were doing three days a week of build and one day a week of thrive and seeing really, really amazing results. So that was the trajectory that I chose over 531 was I was doing, um, you know, three days a week of build one day a week, maybe, maybe two days a week of Thrive or endurance and basketball, something along those lines and really trying to go as hard as I possibly could and thrive for the day. So really trying to tap into that true high intensity. So treating it like a sprint, right? Like going out and sprinting super hard once a week uh, and focusing on building strength, making myself move better, really refocusing on movement form mechanics uh, and doing five through one with heavy weight. And what was cool was at the end of that cycle, the very end, like the last day I had a competition lined up. And so for me, like what a great test, right? Is I can, yeah, I can test my PRs. I can test my weights. I can test kind of where I got to with each independent thing. I can video myself and see if my form and mechanics were better. But then I also get to do a competition where I can see if my intensity, if my, my kind of go, my engine felt as good, my skills felt as good as, uh, as, you know, if I was doing thrive every day, or if I was doing a lot more training consistently. And the cool part for me was I did hit some sort of, I hit some lifetime PRs. I hit some modern era PRs, right? So I was able to power clean 300 again, which is really cool. I haven't hit that in years. Um, and then I was able to go to the competition and Andre and I were able to win the competition and I was able to, you know, feel great. Like my, my joints didn't hurt. My back didn't hurt at all. Uh, I was able to lift heavy and do well in the lifting event. Um, you know, for, for one of the older competitors, I might've been, might've been the oldest competitor, um, in our division and to be able to go through and then win that and really have been doing mostly builds really kind of confirmed what, you know, I had been thinking and what I'd been feeling more than anything, how my body felt. Right. So, you know, for me, what I, what I like to do is kind of build seasonality into things. And, you know, I go through uh, ebbs and flows where I really feel like doing a lot of thrives and then at periods of time where I really feel like I, I want to do a lot of builds. But now for me, I'm trying to think about that a little bit more intentionally where I do maybe um, one full hypertrophy cycle and one full strength cycle, and then maybe take, you know, the next cycle and just kind of do a little bit more switch over, do a little bit more thrives and a little bit more endurance training. So I like to really have intentionality. I like to think specifically about what I'm doing and what I'm working on, because there's always that little allure over in the Thrive space of like, ooh, you know, we can compete over there. That looks kind of fun. It's a partner workout. You know, it's something like that, uh, something like that. And it's really easy to skip, you know, doing my single leg training when there's this sexy workout over in Thrive that's kind of calling to me. Um, you know, because I do like that stuff. And if I have intentionality, if I have a purpose behind my training and my focus and what I'm doing, you know, it causes me to make sure that I hit my days the way that I sort of have pre-decided to hit my days so that I can achieve the goals that I want to achieve 
And then that makes that decision easier, right? And then it's just a bunch of disappointing people. Ah, no, I'm going to be over here. I'm going to be over to a build uh, today. So, you know, that that's kind of what I want to talk about, you know, for me is thinking about, you know, what your focus is. You know, the, the nice part is our, our year is really broken up well into these cycles and we make these big announcements and we try to make sure that everybody fully understands when we're going to be changing build cycle, what the focus of that cycle is going to be. You know, we have a, a, a an event calendar now where we're trying to use that event calendar to align the cycles as well. So this will be our heard it here first announcement. We're doing a really big PR like competition day. It's not necessarily like a competition, but um, we're going to do a really big day where we're going to get a DJ. We're going to have platforms. We're going to have uh, weight changers for you. And we're going to kind of get people into like different like weightlifting categories and we're going to do a big PR day. Um, so we're really excited about that. The details are still coming out, but that's going to be like the end of January, early February. And we're going to do a huge strength cycle leading up to that. Uh, to, you know, help people hit those times and have a, have a huge focus, right. And just say like, listen, I really, you know, January 15th, I'm not going to, I don't have the exact date not right now, but it's going to be sort of the end of January. It's called January 25th, right. Um, that's my day. Like I really want to PR on those days. So then I need to be really focused with my protein intake, with my recovery, with making sure I'm hitting at least four build sessions a week, making sure I focus on the lifts that I really want to PR, right. I'm never miss those days. That's like blocked off first in my calendar. And I always make it. Um, you know, that is a really good way to kind of use that. And then same thing, you know, in August, we're going to be doing run ride regatta every year. And so that's a really good focus. Like for me, I'm going to be really focusing on going to the track more, running more, use, doing a little bit more endurance training, making sure I'm doing some sprints and using that, uh, you know, thrive cycle where we had those endurance days, endurance on Sunday, endurance on Thursday or Wednesday, and try to hit, make sure I'm hitting those days, maybe even going to the track uh, extra on weekends. And I like to use that seasonality. And then for me, you know, obviously I can't compete in generations or masters. Uh, I really wish I could. Um, but, you know, I try to sign up for maybe one other, you know, functional fitness, not like monostructural, like a lifting event is you can focus just on strength. An endurance event, you can focus like just on endurance and then, you know, a functional fitness event or a CrossFit style event, right? You have to sort of focus on everything, right? So you have to move really well. You have to have good gymnastics. You have to have a good engine. You have to kind of be well-rounded. And so, you know, this is true for seasonality, even when I was coaching games athletes and programming for them, um, is you always build an off season in, right? And an off season is focused on exactly what build works on better movement, better form, function, mechanics, slowing down a little bit, getting strong, doing your accessory exercises and your physical therapy and making sure that we're making, we're building the body up, right? That is the focus, right? And making sure we're not missing out. Like, you know, I see people all the time who have joint problems and then they skip doing terminal knee extensions or they skip doing their mini bands, uh, tri extension pieces for shoulder health. You know, they're not coming in and, and doing anything for the warm up, And, you know, and then, yeah, your joints are going to break down. You're neglecting them. Right. And so that's what's going to happen when you neglect your joints and, and your joint health exercises and you focus too much on weight, and not enough on movement. Your body's going to start to break down. That's just what happens. 
So that's kind of a little bit, just a brief overview. Sorry if that got super nerdy, but I know some of you guys like that. And so hopefully, um, you know, you can take some enjoyment and maybe that gives you just something to think about. I love having these conversations with people. I'm really lucky to have a lot of, you know, clients around me who are interested in like talking to me or asking me questions about how they can build out a cycle for them and maybe what's right for them. And even Kelly, if you're listening, after years of breaking down Kelly Ryan, who just loves to be a cardio bunny and do thrive, we finally got her to work over and build. And, you know, her squat has been her one thing. If you guys listen to Kelly's, uh, you know, podcast, uh, she's a very dedicated, uh, hardworking client, right? Um, So showing up to the gym is just, it's, that happens, right? Like she's very consistent. But she was just always thrive, 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 right? And thrive is really good for, you know, the moment, right? For mental health, you feel exhausted, you, you know, you get your, all of your endorphins kick on a lot more and it's really good for you in the short term. And I think when she was first coming, those really were her goals just to feel better, right? And get in shape. Um, now she's got goals that are performance related and her squat numbers, her squat uh, strength has held her back. And so, you know, it was constantly just this thing of like, you really have to focus on thrive. So we had five, three, or sorry, on build. So um, we had our five, three, one cycle and she just went on the squat days, right? She didn't even commit to the full cycle, which if she would have committed to the full cycle, she would have even bigger PRs. Um, and sure enough, what do you know? Massive squat PRs, right? Just one day a week, just choosing the other option one day a week and just focusing on that one thing. Now, had she focused also on the single leg and maybe the deadlift cycle and strengthening up her hamstrings and glutes uh, through single leg and um, through pulling training, who knows? She probably would have got another 20 or 30 pounds on her squat. And that's kind of how we can can use that um, and, you know, use that flex to achieve what we want to, but also to create a nice, well-rounded, strong body and uh, stress or de-stress as needed to achieve what we want to. So uh, let's highlight on some other people here and kind of how they've been, how they've been training, um, how they've been using a goal. So we're going to use a couple of masters teams here. So Joe McD and Stu uh, decided to sign up for masters as a pair. They're actually a team of four, but they're the two males. And so they approached Andy and they said, listen, we want to have like a little friendly nutrition competition to get ourselves dialed in for masters. And so, you know, they both started logging and tracking food. They both started meeting with Andy. They both had, you know, in-body scans every 30 days to track on progress. And their results have been amazing. I think Joe off the top of my head has lost like 5% body fat in, I mean, like literally like two months. And I think Stu has lost close to 4%. Um, you know, they're both getting down into like the low teens in, in body fat percentage, which is, you know, <laughs> pretty damn good for, um, you know, parents of young kids, full-time employees, people who are coming in at 515 and just going through and crushing, um, you know, just really, really impressive. And so if you talk to them and you ask, it's like, yeah, you know, if you just like show up and, you know, follow the nutrition advice, like, holy crap, like your body gets amazing so fast. And like, that's, it's amazing that that's sort of all it takes in just a little bit of refocus. Um, I had that conversation with Joe and it's, it's always, always fun. I mean, Joe's just a great guy to listen to and talk to, but, um, you know, it's fun being around people who have just simply out of refocusing on just like this nutrition advice. I'm just going to listen to it. It's pretty cut and dry. It's bare bones. It's simple. I'm just going to follow it. And I'm just going to show up and I'm going to work hard when I show up. And then all of a sudden they're accomplishing these incredible things. So 
you know, for those guys specifically, they're getting ready for master's competitions. So of course, when you're getting ready for master's, you're doing a little bit more thrive, right? You're trying to work together. You're trying to do some team workouts. You're trying to synchro. You're trying to, you know, get, understand kind of where weights are at when we're tired, where weights are at when we're fresh. Um, and, you know, both of those guys really hit a lot of builds when they're not preparing and training for a competition. So a really cool way to kind of build seasonality in or around masters and then use that specific competition to work with the nutrition team or dial in with Andy and have something to kind of hold your feet to the fire a little bit. And then I really like the fact that they're doing it together and having a little friendly competition there. I think there's maybe some uh, betting on the, uh, on the result as well. Uh, so, you know, sometimes those little accountability buddies can do a great job uh, with helping. And then also kind of along that same vein, Kimmy and Red also signed up uh, a female pair and, you know, they got uh, with Maria to start doing some training together and you've seen it carry over into the choices that they're making. You know, they're going to choose the heavier sandbag. They're going to go a little bit heavier in the Thrive weightlifting than they might have before. They're going to maybe try for a couple more toes to bar. They're going to practice synchro with each other. And it's fun because I'm watching them both just slowly elevate each other. And, you know, now Red's doing a little bit more weight than she would normally. And Kimmy's doing a little bit more gymnastics than she might normally. And, you know, that focus is the reason that we, number one, do things together, right? It's why we are Friendship Fitness. Um, And number two, it's why we like to just sign up for stuff, right? I try to give a lot of different variety of events. I try to give a lot of opportunities, um, you know, and, and even what like outside of our walls, there's so much stuff, you know, there's uh, adventure races, there's, you know, pickleball, there's golf, there's, um, you know, 5Ks and 10Ks. There's all this stuff that you can be out there that you can be training for that you can be working on, that you can use as a reason to have a goal and to build seasonality, right? If you're a runner and you're going to run in the Columbus Marathon in October, I think that's when it is, or the Columbus Half in October, well, let's build some season. Let's take that as something we want to do in our life. Let's build seasonality around that. How do we do it? Okay. Well, let's say we are going to train for a year and it's in October. Okay. So the year actually starts at like the end of October, early November. From November until January or February, I would straight train. I would do three days a week. I would make sure I hit single leg day and I would build crazy strength and form and functionality in my squats and in my single leg movement, in my legs and in my posture, right? That's going to help me stay healthy when I start to run more, right? When I start to add volume and repetition in my movement. Okay. As springtime starts to come up, I'm going to start to shift. I'm going to do maybe down to two to three days a week of build, still hitting those days as my primary focus. And I'm going to start to do one long running day. So like four to six miles, those are called steady state runs, right? You're going to run at around the pace that you want to run the marathon at. So an eight minute pace or an 830 pace, and you're going to work on your pacing. You're going to work on your posture and your breathing, right? Then you're going to do one day of speed training. So you're going to go to the track. You're going to do something like 800 meter repeats or one mile repeats. You're going to have a lot of rest and you're running at a faster pace than you could or would run the marathon at. And that's going to be two days a week. So two days a week or three days a week of strength training, two days a week of running specific training. As the season goes on, then you're going to start like when summertime comes, uh, once you start getting to like July, August, you're going to start to shift. And you're going to do one speed day, 
one tempo day and one steady state day. So you have three days a week of running, right? And you're going to watch your mileage and you're going to shift down to maybe one or two days a week of strength training, right? Still hitting those single leg days. You have to keep the body strong through that training. As we start to approach October, you're maybe going to start shifting and you're going to maybe add in a couple of thrive workouts to help your VO2 max. This is like eight weeks out and you're going to start shifting back down to maybe two days a week of running because your steady state runs are going to start getting longer. Still doing your speed training, right? And then you come in and you're primed and ready to go for October and your body is strong. You've maintained muscle mass. You keep your body healthy because you're doing structural strength training the whole way. And that's how you can build seasonality around a goal. So this is kind of my, my bigger point here is that no matter what we're working on, right? Let's say you are that person that we talked about at the very beginning of this podcast who says, who's joining the gym says, well, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. And we just said, well, the mindset is wrong, right? How can we build a structure around losing 20 pounds? Okay. Well, what are the fundamentals of losing 20 pounds? Losing 20 pounds. And I will say this, uh, not tongue in cheek. It is the simplest thing in the world, but it's not easy, right? But the fundamentals around that, a better mindset to be in is I'm going to fix my nutritional habits and I'm going to start exercising consistently. That's the right mindset, right? I need to build myself to three to four days a week of exercise consistently every single week, no matter what. I never have a week where I don't work out. I never have a week where I work out one or two days a week. Minimum three days a week of hard exercise. And I'm going to focus more on moving a little bit every day. And until I get there, that is my goal, right? Now we're building the right mindset because that's a block that's pretty easy to check. Then I'm going to start working on my, on my nutritional habits. Well, what nutritional habit do I want to work on first? And you can self-assess this or you can work with a coach, right? Working with a coach is easy because they're just going to be able to tell you what you have to work on first, right? It's just like Kelly, right? Kelly can come to me and she's like, oh, I want to get better at this and this and this. It's like, you have to get your squat stronger, go into build, start working on your squat, and then you do that and then you're successful, right? And a coach just helps you cut through all the bullshit, all the stuff that you potentially could be working on or focusing on that's actually not a problem. Well, I want to start taking vitamins. Now, what protein supplement should I take? And, you know, I heard that I should be supplementing magnesium and beta alanine and blah, blah, blah. And I, what about you? What do you think about intermittent fasting? It's all bullshit. It's a waste of time, right? And you can sit around all day and all year and just keep going around for years and years and years and telling people, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to lose 30 pounds and I'm going to start working on my nutrition. I'm going to do this, right? Working with a coach is easy because it just cuts through all that shit. It's like, well, in actuality, you're just not eating breakfast and then you're behind in calories throughout the day. So then you get these food cravings. And then because of the food cravings, you fall off the wagon and you look for sugary carbs and then your insulin spikes and the blah, blah, blah. And all of that just boils down to the fact that like if you just had four eggs and a piece of fruit for breakfast, all of this would get fixed. So start doing that and then let's track what happens. Boom. Simple. That's your goal now. So now I'm going to eat four eggs and a piece of fruit for breakfast. And then I'm going to work out three to four days a week. Do you see how that's a better mindset? That's like a plan. That's a strategy. That's a purpose. And that plan and strategy will most certainly get you to losing 20 pounds. Right? It's pretty simple. It's pretty easy. That's going to be our goal and how we build out our mindset. So... It's easy to start getting into this like, well, I'm just, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. 
Like I know that there's a ton of you that are going to listen to this today. They're just this, like, I just don't even know what I'm doing right now. Like, I'm just like, I'm showing up to the gym and you know, I'm trying to live, kind of live a healthy lifestyle and I'm just kind of all over the map. And if you don't know what to focus on, like come and talk to me, right? Send me an email. Just like, I just don't know what to focus on. Um, and let's build something out. That sounds fun for you, right? Let's, let's sign up for a competition. Let's sign up for a Spartan race. Let's uh, engage our family in a little health challenge coming up on the holiday season. And it can all culminate with, you know, um, whatever, like a, the winner gets, you know, a big steak dinner or gets this big prize, gets a new iPad from the family. Everyone's going to chip in $100 and whoever loses the most weight by Christmas gets the iPad, right? Um, there's kind of a limitless amount of things you can do. But this is what coaches do, right? This is really where we're valuable. And yeah, you know, in class, helping us stay on task, making sure we pick the right weights, making sure we're not moving like an asshole and going to hurt ourselves and all that shit is great. But I think where I can provide people the most value is coming up and talking to me after class and just saying like, hey, you know, we're sitting at master's and you're volunteering. You're like, hey, I think I kind of want to compete in this next year. Great. I love that. Let's build out an annual framework that'll get you here next year. Let's talk about what that's going to look like, right? And we can sit and we can write it all out. We can say from, you know, September 13th, 2023 through December 20th, 2023, this is what we're going to do. And then December 21st through February 22nd, this is what we're going to do. And from February 22nd to July 3rd, this is what we're going to do. And we just build out our annual framework. And then you show up to master next year and you're just ready to go. You are fully prepared. So mindset, right? That's uh, number one, what this podcast is always about. Um, and, you know, the, the longer I do this, the more, the easier, number one, the easier it is for me to help people with building out mindset frameworks for exercise and for health. But the bigger I see, it's just so much simpler, right? It just takes some intentionality. It just takes some thought. It just takes a second for you to have a conversation with somebody and just have them be like, well, you're just aimless. You're wandering and you have no intentionality. You have no purpose behind what you're doing, right? So we have to change that, right? We have to build a purpose into our, our reasoning, into why we're training, into why we're working on, on being healthy. And we have to build some seasonality into that. And so that's going to be kind of your guys' homework for this. If you feel like you're a little bit wandering aimless is let's talk to a coach. Let's build out a plan. Uh, if you know exactly where, what you want to achieve, where you want to go, what you want to do, then awesome. Uh, you know, start building that plan to fit. And if you, if you, again, need help, that's what we're here for. So I hope this hits you guys well. I hope you're doing really well. Um, you know, sorry, I've uh, been, you know, off on podcast stuff for a while, but uh, life has been just an absolute blur as of late, which I'm sure uh, a ton of you uh, feel right through summer and sports and uh, school and all that kind of stuff coming up. So uh, I hope this finds you well if I haven't talked to you guys or you haven't heard from me in a while. And uh, I hope you guys are doing great. Thanks. Bye.